Lord, you are miracle worker. Savior, you are miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Jesus, you are miracle worker. Savior, you are miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Savior, you are a miracle worker, a miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Lord, you are a miracle worker. Savior, you are a miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Lord, you are a miracle worker. Jesus, you are a miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Jesus, you are a miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. Miracle today, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Stay humble, stay humble. Humility will take you far. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Eka Kunde. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus, and I am your host. You are welcome. God bless you. Good evening. It's Sunday, and we are here to glorify our God, to give him all the glory, honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. I have a quick message for someone, but before we dive into the message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the mighty man in battle. Take over me. Take over this service, Father. Bless your children, and when you are done, take all the glory. You should be heard and be seen, and not me, Father Lord. Speak through me, Yahweh. Speak through me. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I soak myself and I soak everyone out there who is listening to me under the precious blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. I cover you and your household with the precious blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. His blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary. His blood that speaks more than every other blood. Let his blood begin to fight for you and your entire family. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen and amen. Humility will take you far. Humility will take you far. I needed to write that down. I came here. I didn't know what I'm going to title this uh, what's it called? This message. I have a message, but I didn't know the title. And this is what is coming to my mind. So this is how God wants me to title it. Right? Stay humble and 
Humility will take you far. I want us to read the book. If you have your Bible there, turn to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 11 verses 2. Proverbs 11 2. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Amen? Amen. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Turn to 1 Peter verses 5, 5 to 6. 1 Peter 5, 5 to 6. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the leaders and all of you dress yourself in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Amen. Amen. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Amen. Amen. At the right time, God will lift you up in honor. You see, pride destroys people or anyone who is pride, proud. Humility will take you a long way. If you are humble, people will applaud you. People will lift you up. People will speak well of you and it will go a long way. Even when you are not there in their absence, people will appreciate you. At times people appreciate you in front of you. Just to make you feel good. And when you are gone, they'll be like, you know what? Forget that man. That one is so proud and arrogant. Don't mind that thing I was seeing. I was just deceiving him. I was just pulling his leg and he was laughing. That guy is a very arrogant guy. Or oh, that lady, she's so arrogant and rude. Unnecessary pride. I don't even know what she's feeling like. Who does she think she is? I will deal with her or will deal with her. But while you were there a few minutes ago, they were like, oh, you are so, Madam, we like you so much. You are so humble, you are so kind. Immediately you turn your back, they finish you. Those some people will be the one to plot your downfall. But when you are humble, when you are not, you are not acting it all. You are humble indeed, like for real. In public, in private, people have met you in several occasions or you know, you still show that you are humble. Even there are situations that you are supposed to go off or you're supposed to like be proud. You are still humble. They'll be like, wow, in your accent, they'll be like, no, no, that man is a good man. Somebody wants to say something, say no. Maybe that day, that guy was not having a good day or that lady was not having a good day. This person, I've known this person for so long. They are humble. And people will be like, really? But this was my experience. Say, no, ask somebody else. You make your inquiry, they'll be like, no. This person, I've never come across anybody who is so humble. Despite everything this person has. See how humble they are. 
simply the way they dress so simple. When they come somewhere, they don't want anybody to even notice them. They just want to just be quiet. They just want to, yes. There are some people who don't have anything. Have you heard this proverb say, an empty vessels make the loudest noise, and that is very true. There are some people who don't have anything. They wear their small suit that they have. They will walk in in an occasion, and everybody will be like, who is that person? From the door when they are coming, they will maybe they'll even be greeting people. Our times are not even greeting. They greet you with pride. They won't say, well, maybe they just send a hand. They just shake you or they just look at you and snub. And they'll be bluffing with so much pride. The way they'll take their steps and walk. You know, they want to be noticed. I mean, when they sit, they'll not be quiet. They'll be talking and, you know. There are some other people. And this one was making like it doesn't have nothing. You check background, zero. Maybe he's just got a small job where he's making a living. At times, even nothing, you know. You want to even look at the educational background, nothing. High school, that's all they have. For us, high school is what people call, you know, high school. It's, for, it's after high school, we go to university. But American people, I know they call, is it college they call? Right? Right, so... Yeah, then high school, and they are like, oh, mm, that's all they have. But you meet this person who have studied up to PhD level. They walk in with their simple, clean trousers. Even if they wear suit, they don't want to be noticed. Probably they come with a dark color suit that they don't even notice them. Probably a blue black. But this other one will come with these musician colors, green. Red, yellow, some shouty color that you will notice them as they are walking. You'll be like, ah, that one. Yes. Yes. But this person will even come quietly and go and sit somewhere. You say, no, say your chair is that way. You say, no, don't worry. I'm okay here. Let me just sit here because I might step out at any time. When they want to hand their gift, even call you say, well, your name is on cutting of the cake. I remember those days when we were in the well, we organized parties and, you know, they put people on cutting of the cake. Say, your name is the cutting of the cake. They're like, no, 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 don't bother. I will just hand my envelope privately. This one who doesn't have anything, they have struggled to save their small money. They will come there and then they'll go and tell the MC even that when we are coming, announce me like this. You know, and then they will come and they'll be spraying the small 100 euro they want to cut the cake. They have Maybe change it to 2020 euros um, or 200 euros to 2020 euros note and they'll just be spraying it there and people are shouting and clapping. This other person who is so humble and quiet, who understands the project that these people have while they are doing this fundraising, for example, right? That person might even give 500 euros. They will not make noise. At times they'll be like, don't call my name, just take this check. Just take this check. My name is there, but don't announce it. I don't want people to know what I've given. Just put anonymous give 500 euros to support this program or this project. And we'll be shouting, whoa, God bless this person and blah, blah, blah. This one will come with 100. They will dance, dance before they give the money. And then people will start asking, who is that person? They say, you don't know that one. Um, is this is, say, that's all. This, okay, what's he doing? He doesn't really, I don't really know what he's doing, eh? You don't even have anything. Now you are drawing unnecessary attention. People start finding out 
doing findings, want to know this person who is so, you know, showing themselves. That person who came and gave that envelope, maybe it's a doctor, an engineer, they have studied, probably even own a company, or even if they are not, but they're just humble. Humility. Humble yourself, and people will elevate you. And that one who was giving that 500, they'll be calling the name on the microphone. Like, this anonymous person, may God bless you. God will replenish. And the person might just sit somewhere. If somebody will believe, say, I believe, amen. I'll be receiving the prayer that will shower them blessings and, you know, talk well of them. Probably it's the person who received that envelope alone who knows that it is this person. That one give 200, they'll be shouting, whoa, 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 you're dancing. Hey, 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 They shout for you, you dance, dance, like you can say, thank you, Mr. This, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. That other person, they have prayed for that person. That person, they prayed for that person. God bless you. We thank you. We appreciate. May God replenish your souls. God bless you. Da, da, da. Yes. And as they are giving, they say God loves a cheerful giver. That's how God is opening doors for them. You who came there just to show. Nothing is coming your way. You are giving that maybe going back, you are broke. The following week, you don't even have anything. You are struggling. But now, we are not even talking about giving here. The message today is, is all about being humble. Pride is not of God. If you see somebody like that, you know that that person doesn't have the spirit of God in them. There is no person who have the spirit of God who behave in a way like that. Because first you will know that whatever you have is by God's grace. Yes. Everything you have, who you have become, is God. Haven't you met some people who be like, wow, it was not really easy. You know, there are other people who encounter difficulties the way they told me to see it was not easy for them. But thank God my case was different. God really placed people, you know, people, I came across so many people who were nice to me, were willing to help me while I was carrying on this project or while I was studying or while you travel abroad. You know, your own was so smooth. There were people who are just there ready to help you. Everywhere you go, you find somebody. God just lays in the heart of people to help you. There are others who came, they suffered. Even the person who was supposed to pick them up from the airport disappointed them. They probably called somebody, they were not ready. Is that one who came and picked them up. And that one is like, you know what? You know, you just told me, I just picked you up because of this. You'll be here just one week and you have to move. Stress has started. Imagine coming from back home. Somebody said they'll pick you. You'll stay with them for six months. They'll even tell you, don't worry. You'll be with me till you get to your own place. You are okay. Let me just inform this friend that I know is also there. And you call. He said, I'll be coming. He said, really? And who will pick you up? This person will pick me up. We'll see. Don't worry. Oh, my friend, I'm happy for you. And the one who said they are going to pick you up, probably this person doesn't even have a home. Maybe at that time, that person is making that noise because they are back. you are still back home. Maybe they never saw it coming that, oh, you're going to get that visa. Probably that person is also squatting with somebody. Probably that person is even seeking asylum at that time, but they don't want to open up to you. Now you come. They can't come and pick you up because everything they've told you is lies. You have to look for another alternative. Call somebody else who picked you up and said, okay, I'll house you for a week. A week, you say, no, you can't stay again. You know, I'm only managing here. I'm squatting with somebody. You have to look for another means. And there's a place if you have money, we'll go there. I don't have money. You start sleeping on the street. 
or before you know this and this and that. There are others who just came. Somebody picked them up, helped them. Maybe like we are looking for a job. So don't worry. Where I'm working, there's vacancy. Come, we'll go there. You apply. And these things just move smooth. From there, they stay with that person probably a month. They start working. They go and get their own place. They start paying their bills. They are fine. Everywhere they are walking, they are being favored there. Jesus is like, Father, this can only be God. I give God all the glory. This is God. This person keeps praising God and God keeps raising this person. This person keeps praising God. God keeps elevating this person. This person keeps praising God, giving God all the glory. God keeps taking them from higher heights to higher heights. God keeps putting people on their path, on their way. Who keeps favoring them? If you know the act of appreciating God and staying humble, God will elevate you. If you master that act of being humble, God will elevate you. If you master the act of knowing that everything you have truly is not yours, is that of God, is all of is all God's doing, and you give Him all the glory and you keep appreciating Him. You will see how God will take you from place to place. You will see how God will elevate you. You will see how God will crown you. You that probably they have already written you off. You are like, anyway, I don't have anyone to help me. Let me turn to God. And you start seeking God's face. And you acknowledge that this is God. There are some people who forget. God blesses them and they forget. They'll be like, oh, I really work hard. Do you know how I suffer to go to school? I was not sleeping. I will wake up in the middle of the night to pray. Do you know how hard it was for me? You can't even understand. Don't envy. I did everything. I beg. Let me enjoy myself. I deserve it. This is my hard-earned money. No. God helped you. There were days you were really tired. You think you wake up because your alarm clock ran? No. There were days you could have passed out because of fatigue. God still gave you the strength. You said, my alarm rang to that. did not even yell. I was so tired. God allowed you to sleep deep because he knows if you wake up, you might pass out. He leaves you to sleep deep. He means send angels to massage you, to give you that rest. You wake up feeling refreshing. You take a bath. You eat and you feel strong. It's like, wow. Is that I was so tired. I didn't even hear when my alarm rang. Yes, it's all God's doing. And then you wake up tomorrow like, oh, do you know how I spent sleepless nights? Do you know this? It's all by my doing. It's all by my... Yes, you did that. Of course, you sacrifice. You put in as you put in work. But give God all the glory. Because if not of God, you've not have made it this far. Yes. So if you acknowledge the act of being humble and appreciating God and giving him all the glory, God will keep elevating you. But you who say, no, is this before you know God? Be like, oh, really? You're taking all the glory when I know the work I put in. I even saw how people were plotting this, how they tried to set you up. I disrupted their program. Now you are saying it's because of you. Okay, you've climbed to the top. It's because of you. All right, wait. Before you know it, there's one accusation in the place of your place of work. They say, Oh, you embezzled this. You say, like, how? I you do every they do all the calculation. Everything will be pointing at you. And for real, you did not do anything. Before you know from that position, they're not even just the motor, they sack you. Now you was there with full of this pride and everything. They've sacked you. You didn't even have savings. 
you don't have nowhere to go to. You've not built a home. Or even if you do, to feed is a problem. You can't maintain that standard of life that you have been living. So you have to start probably sell your car. If you had two cars, you sell one car. You are left with one. Before you know, you sell the next one. Before you know, your home, there is problem. Your wife is like, I can't, I can't take this. I need money for this. You can't provide broken home. And you become frustrated. And that is what the enemy wants. That's what the enemy wants for you. To bring you down. To tear you apart. It's like this one is going up. You know what? I will send them spirit of pride. Pride will destroy them. When, we tell, when God called me, when God called me, April of this year will make it three years, 23rd of April, 2021. When God called me, God told me something. He mentioned it three times. He says, stay away from pride. Do not be proud. He said, when I start taking you places, when I start taking you places, do not be proud. Yes. God said it. Someday, when I'm late, I will play that video here. You'll get it. You will listen to it because it's a video. I'll play it here and you will get it. You will not see, but you hear my voice. Excuse me. God said, stay away from Right, be humble. When I start taking you places, do not be proud. When I watch that video, I'm like, wow, this is really God speaking through me. Because I would never have thought of something like that. Never. I've never have thought of something like that, telling myself that do not be proud. When I was in the world, I used to be proud. Over what even, I don't know. I had a conversation yesterday with my mother. We were talking. And it led to, you know, this discussion of pride and all of this. I said, while we're in secondary school, now remember, we're talking. And then I told her, I said, while we're in secondary school, in high school, actually, it was Valentine's Day um, period. And I organized a group of classmates that we should do exchange of gifts. So we wrote names on piece of paper, right? And whichever one you pick, you have to buy a gift for that person. Now, the person who picked me went and met somebody who was close to me, a friend, and said, they picked me. They should not release. Normally, you're not supposed to say that. My friend just came and said, oh, the person who picked you wants to know what you will like. She said, because you are a proud person, uh, and you part the big girls in town, you know, you put wear quality things or something like that. And then I was like, because I had pride, the way I walk. I, and I, I didn't used to have that much. Probably I have just a pair of sandals and a pair of shoe or two, school shoe. But the way I'll keep it clean, the way I wait and walk, you think this thing was like, man, some big money, nothing. Maybe they are second-hand shoes, but the way I wear them with some pride. God gave me steps. I can walk. When I'm walking here, can't walk. Ah, the way I walk. I remember I, went, I met one of my classmates in Denmark some years ago in Hubengo. 
that main train station, and he looked at me. He said, try. The girl who used to walk and people would turn around to look. So and I would just, I just laughed, you know. That's how good I can walk. When I passed my ordinary level before I went to high school, on that fateful day when they announced it, my mother was not home. On our street, she went to visit a friend, not so far. So when they read it over the radio, and they, in Cameroon back then, they used to read the ordinary level and the advanced level. Ordinary level, you write it when you are in secondary school, final year from five to go to high school. And then high school is two years. Then you write the final exam, which is the advanced level, to go to university. So when I wrote the ordinary level to go to high school, I passed. So my sister ran and she went to call my mom. She went to that friend's place and she told my mother that I have passed. So my mother was coming back happily and she was like, hey, thank God. And this and, oh, it's a big deal, man. They announce your name and at times they even read the, the subject and the grades, right? They can say, for example, my, uh, they call my name, Kakuneka Trine, passing seven papers, biology A, physics B, chemistry, you know, they'll read. So it was a pride, a thing of joy. And every family is happy when their child passes. So my mother was coming and happy. And then another um, sister who was living in the neighborhood of blessed memory, she died a long time ago. She asked my mother, she called my mother Miss, because my mother was a teacher. So they used to refer to her as Miss. She said, Miss, um, wait till it happen. Let me speak in pigeon. Like, what happened? My mother like, oh, my daughter has passed as GC. Say, which one? That proud one. Because my sister was, she has done, she was done with high school, I think. She was like, hey, that mommy Nyanga, you know, that, that one who, may, who sees herself or who sees, uh, how can I put it? Nyanga is like somebody who sees so much of, who feels so much of themselves, right? She said that one, say, hey, like, ah, that one is the, that one who, who is full of pride like that. Ah, like, you know. This one is now that she'll be so proud again. We'll not even have, we, we can't say anything or, or something. You know, she was just like, wow. Now that this one, when she didn't have ordinary level, she was this, she, she's full of herself. Come to think of it now that she has passed. And my mother was like, whoa, so you have already given my daughter a name here. She said, ah, your daughter, she's full of herself. And my mother was just happy. And my mother came home. She I was like, eh? So that's how, you know, it was. So when I was talking with my mother, I was like, but why was I even proud? Because I remember I didn't really have like, I had nothing. Nothing. Maybe I had just two pair of shoes to go to school. And they are not like shoes that were bought, you know. No. There are no shoes that I bought them with some big money. I'm telling you, probably they were secondhand shoes. But I will get them, will get, go for the quality ones good quality, clean them. If I have to polish them, polish it well and wear it. My uniform clean, well washed, iron and go to school. At times I would trek. My father would give us money to pay taxi maybe one way and another money to eat. So at times I would prefer to trek with my friends so to have money to, to eat well at school or when coming back we prefer to buy yogurt or ice cream or Alaska or whatever along the way eating and talking. We'll have something in your back. We'll walk 
a certain distance, we have to clean the dust. Or if it's raining season where it's mud, we have to wipe our shoes so you look clean. Yes, my family was not that poor, they were average, but then I didn't have all of these things. I can't tell you that I had like 10 pairs of shoes or even 5 pairs of shoes at once. I can't remember. But I was proud for no good reason. Okay, I'm beautiful. That's it. Who oh, is ugly? Nobody is ugly. Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. I'll look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, wow, man, this girl is beautiful. And I was shaped. Yeah, I had a good shape. I was so conscious of that. Probably that's why I was proud. Because if you say money, I didn't have money. You say what? Clothes. I didn't really have some fashionable. I was not dressing according to. I will, I will try my best, but I was not like the best dressers. Girls who dresses well in my age group back then, the girls who used to dress, I wear what I have. I was trying to follow fashion, but I was not following fashion too. Like, you know, like the girls who have this, we used to have some shoes, they call them boutique shoes. They had about four or five different colors. I did not. Maybe I was going to have one or two. But the way I wear my own, eh, with so much pride, you think like, wow, Kati has like how many? That's just me. And I never looked on, I never wanted anything that is somebody's own. Like, I never, I know then, we used to have friends who even beg clothes, they would exchange clothes. Give me this, your trousers. You go to a friend and you borrow trousers and you wear, you take shirts here. And I never did that. It took a long time for me to even exchange where my sister's clothes of my sister too, we were really grown before we could do that. The way they brought up us, you wear your thing. If your sister dashes you then, but not that my sister will wear this t-shirt today or this blouse tomorrow I wear it. It took us time before we started doing that, me and my senior sister. And even if I take her own at times, I wear it's problem. Because I might ask, she will say no. She might ask me, I will say no. But I was proud. So I was asking my mother, I said, I didn't even have much. Why all of this? Why? But that's how the enemy will put that thing in you and that thing will destroy you. That thing will destroy you. There was this incident they used to do, secondary schools, they will meet in a school once, I, think, I don't know exactly how that thing was operating, but secondary schools, all the schools they will meet in a particular school, I don't know exactly which year, which uh, um, time of the year, and they'll do like competition. Was it Osuk? They used to call it. They'll play hand, they'll play ball. There was dancing competition and singing competition. And this period, when from one, wasn't it from one? And I had a friend then, Juliet. We had to go. So after school, we're supposed to go. We walked to their home. She has to change, and then I'll go home and change, and then. We go. So while we're going, I was telling her, hey, this I'm going to dress. There's a dress my brother brought from me from Germany. Then my senior brother was here. That's the clothes I'm going to wear. You know, just telling her, like kids, you know, we're probably 10, 11, just being happy. Hey, we are going there. But that was pride. And she's like, man, this girl is going to dress. Maybe this is her dress. And the way she will dress, I will not be able to stand beside her. Well, when we got there, Go to their home. Judah is like, no, I'm not going again. She even tricked me. I had to drop her somewhere. She was going to say she's going to visit a friend or let's go to Ogoda. She said, no, she can't go again. 
I was like, what? After I walked with you this day, distance, I would have just gone straight to my home. So I had to go home now. And then since my friend is not going, okay, I didn't have any other friend. I've not arranged with any other person to go. The other friends or classmates, they have gone. I can't just go there and be wondering. You know, you have to leave home with somebody. You know, you spend the day with that person there. Throughout, you watch ball together, handball, football, dancing, singing, and then you go back home together. You can't just go there and meet people, wandering, and then looking for people you don't even know if they are there or not. Probably they have their group, or like, okay, we will be together. And then you are coming now to cause you'll be like a nuisance, right? So me and Julia were already planned, but because I talk so much about my clothes, I'm going to wear. <laughs> Julia did not want to go. She felt inferior, but she was well-dressed. I remember she had a black skirt, a black ear skirt and a white blouse and a brush on it. She was neatly and clean, dressed beautifully. Julia did not go. I went home. My late brother, Luis, Julia came there later and Luis saw her and then she was like, hey, I didn't come, Luis, I'm home. So my brother came and told me that. I said, why? I said, what? You saw Julia. I said, she told me she was not going. I left her at a friend's place. And I came home. Yeah. But I later found out it's because I, I talked so much about my dress. I'm going to dress later. My clothes is beautiful. And this and that. And probably that was my best dress. Maybe Julia had so many other. But that one I was talking about, I still remember that flourish. It was a, a, a skirt. A dress and a, a skirt and a blouse, it looked like a dress kind of combined. That was the only, that was my best clothes I had. <laughs> but I talked so much about that was pride. Hey, I'm going to dress like this. And my clothes is so beautiful. My brother sent it from Germany. My friend refused to walk with me. She went there. I did not go. I didn't mean I kept my mouth shut. Okay, let's go now. You dress, we go to my house. I dress, we go together. Let people see that, like, wow. Let my friend Julia see that, like, wow, Katia dress is fine. Yes. No, you running your mouth. Now, I missed. I did not watch the Osuks. I did not go for it. She sneaked behind and went because she's like, no, I can't walk with somebody who is going to dress more than me, make me feel inferior. Mm-hmm. That what, that's what you get for being too proud, right? Yeah, people will sneak behind you and do things because they don't want to tell you. They don't want you to rub it all over their faces. Yes, but that's what the enemy does. So God warned me already. I've not seen some men of God, when they begin to become famous, they are growing. Oh, pride. You can't even hear them. You can't even write to them. You can't even, you know, nothing. I know some also because of the way some people behave. That I can understand. But there are some men of God, even you meet them one-on-one, -on -one, they, they will not. The way they will look at you is like nothing. You want to say, hey, you know, see my PA or this or that. What do you want? Prayers? Have you? I mean, they are, you can't even approach them. There are some others who are so humble. They come to the people. They touch them. They listen to them. There are some, they are sitting right up there at the pulpit. They will not come where they are standing. That's where they will stand and preach. And there they exit and go. There are some who will even come down. Even if there is an occasion. They will sit with their people. That's why I like my woman of God. God bless Apostle Belema Abili. She brings Bible alive. How Jesus will sit with his people, his followers, his disciples, teach them, eat with them. Apostle will sit there in the hall 
or you go to a location like the last time here in Germany. She said, no, we should eat first. After the program, she took us all to a restaurant, a Chinese restaurant. We sat there. After they have several then she went and took her own food. She didn't say, okay, and pay for them, I'm going. No, she will sit there. At times, it's, it's in the hall. She will sit there with us. At times, she will eat with us. At times, she is not let to eat. Probably she is fasting, but she will make sure everybody eats. How many, as blessed as she is, how many? And that's why God keeps elevating her. And she will see the way she will greet you. Hey, Kathy, how are you? And this and like she knows almost all her members. I mean, like faithful members. She will talk to you. You write her prayer request. She will write. She will respond. How many? There are good, a whole good lot of them out there. But I'm talking of the one I've, I've, the one I've experienced or I'm experiencing. God keep elevating her because she's humble. God said, do not be proud. Pride is not of God. You are proud of what, by the way? What are you proud of? That you have a big ministry. God gave you the ministry. God laid in the heart of those people to be your followers, to become your members. Who gave you the anointing? God anointed you. So do not be proud. Oh, I'm so humble. I, I saw a, a, a clip, the other day, a video, a Cameroonian, they say it's a prophet, a Cameroonian prophet and an influencer. I don't really know what happened. But I just said when the man was like, don't let me curse you, don't let me curse you. The girl was like, you can't curse me. I'm like, wow, is, it a man of, is this a man of God? You people use your own power to intimidate people. You want to curse her? That curse will not even stand. And the girl was like, you are a bad man of God. You are a bad man of God. I don't know. Don't ask me what happened. I don't have time to go and watch the video. I just saw it when they were there talking. I was like, eh? The girl was like, what did I do? You, you came here to body shame me. You have, that the man was body shaming her. Said she's fat. And the man was like, are you not fat? I don't really know what happened. Like I said, don't ask me. But just the fact that the man opened his mouth to say, don't let me curse you now because you have power that God has given you. You think you have to use the anointing now to intimidate people. To... Is that why God gave you that? There are some people, even the other that I was telling my sister, said there are some people who will dream or they will see things. Instead of them to cancel it, they will leave you and they come and say, oh, I dream, I saw it, I saw it. When it happened, yeah, it's so now for them now to have now for people to applaud and like, oh, this is a real man of God. What he really said came to pass. So he said, no. No. Because they don't want people to look at them all like they are fake. Why did your prophecy not pass? come to pass? Look at Jonah and the people of Nineveh. When God sent Jonah, the Jonah refused that he doesn't want to go. He was later saying, yeah, because he knew God is so forgiving. God will forgive the people and this and that which God eventually did because the people cried out to him. When Jonah went there and warned them that God is about to destroy the city, the king said nobody should eat, even their animals. They should all fast for three days. They were all dressed in sackcloth. They were mourning. They prayed for three days, fasted. 
three days. Nobody ate, nobody drank, even their animals. And God answered their prayers. Does that make Jonah a liar? Before the people, but before God, he's not a liar. Because God is the one who told him, go and tell them, I'm going to destroy if they don't change. Go and warn them. So the people will be not like, ah, you did not come. But those people prayed, they fasted. Oh, your prophecy did not come to pass. You are a liar. Should Jonah not get angry and say, hey, you call me a liar, I will destroy you. I will curse you because you call me. Jonah, you say, no. You don't even need to fight back. There's some things you don't even answer. You say, Father, you sent me. You said this. What's going on? Father, my even open your eyes to see. I'll be like, wow, Father, indeed you are merciful. I knew that when these people seek your face, you will not, you will not, you will not punish them. But because we think of what? Ego. Oh, my pride. How will people see me? It will seem like a false prophet. No, let me prophesy this thing that I saw. Instead of you to cancel it, you want to leave it to come to pass. Then they should clap for you. That one will not last. If you are looking for fame from people, it won't last. God is the one who lifts people up. God is the one who elevates people. Do everything within your power to go. You might even give people money. They will take that money and they will not do it. They will take that money and they will not do it. Where you want to be, they will not put you there. They will consume your money, eat it before you, and then they start telling you a story. But if you are humble, you keep seeking God's face. Before you know a promotion is coming, you don't need to bribe your way. Before you know this one, that one, you will not ask anybody for anything. Yes, humble yourself. Let God elevate you. Humble yourself. Let God lift you up. Humble yourself. Let God take you places. Don't say, oh, I've seen this, I have this, I have that. God gave you. The same air you are breathing, those who don't have are breathing the same air. That same God can say, you know what, tonight, no way. I look at the farmer who say, yes, I've worked so hard now. Let me sit and run. God say, you fool. You die tonight. And let me see how you sit, relax and enjoy those things. Other people will come and eat them. Why some people are there, they don't have anything. You are like, yes, now it's time for me to sit back. Yes, I know. You can be like, Father, I have really worked to let me enjoy at least. Let me, yes. Don't make it like pride. Why others are then gnashing their teeth? You are like, hey, it's not my fault. I work. I say, Father, as you provide for me, provide for them. As you have provided for me, provide for them, Father. Let me be a blessing to someone. Let me be able to share my food with someone. Yes. So stay away from pride. Humble yourself and God will lift you up. Okay? Pride is not of God. If you start sensing pride in anything you are doing, shake it off. Say, Father, help me. Take this spirit of pride away. Clothe me with humility in out from inside it will reflect outwardly father walk in me inwardly let it reflect outwardly take away any spirit of pride inside of me anything that will make me feel proud 
Anything that will make me look down on people. Anything that will make me not to come before you humbling. Anything that will make me feel I did all this by myself. Take it away. Put in me the spirit of humility. Let me be humble because you gave me all of this. Even if you think you deserve it, you spend sleepless night working on that project. You were on your way, up and down, always on the move, doing this, doing that. Yes, God gave you the strength. Thank God that you did not have an accident. Do you know how many times the enemy planned an accident on that road, but God keeps saving you? So why will you say, oh, do you know how many times I was on the way? Man, I really work hard. All my sleepless night. No. I deserve this, I deserve that. Yes, but go before God. Thank him first for seeing you through, for helping you, for protecting you while you were on the road. Okay? Humble yourself. I pray today that God will take away every spirit of pride, of arrogance in you, and fill you, clothe you with humility. God will take away that spirit. Because when you are proud, you don't longer see God like God. You think everything is by your power. When you are humble, you say, Oh, Father, I give you all the glory. It's by your grace. Most of the people who are proud are arrogant. Yes. Most of the people who are proud are arrogant. Let God give you the spirit of Humility. Humble yourself. And as you do that, may he elevate you. May he keep taking you higher and higher in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I remember I saw a video. It's not been long I saw this video. This man is a millionaire. And when this guy was interviewing him, the guy was like, what is your secret? He said, God. He said, Commit everything in God's hands. Put him at the center of everything you are doing. Ask him. Talk to him. Communicate. Pray. He said his secret is God. Even the guy was interviewing was sure myself. I was like, wow. Yes, because we know most rich people to be arrogant. And those ones are even arrogant. They're not even that rich. Those who are even super rich. You look at them, you can't even determine that this man is rich. But these are the ones who know the secret, that the secret is God. They know for real how they make this million. It can only be God because they are not the only one who have those ideas. They are not the only one who are in business. They know this is God. But those ones who have small change in their, in, their, in their bank account, they're the ones who are rude, who are arrogant. Hey, this, that. But the real ones, you will see them, the way they are dressed, you can't even tell. Oh, in Africa, it's easy to know a rich man. Mm-hmm. Those ones who call themselves rich, those ones who are not super, super rich, the ones who, who have some small millions, the way they will dress, the way they walk when they come in somewhere. Before you talk, you want to ask, they say, do you know me? Do you know who I am? Yeah. But this other part of the world, the case is the reverse. The reverse is the case, rather. You meet somebody, they will not tell you, you know who I am. They'll be so humble, they'll come, go by the rule. African, you meet a rich person, they'll come somewhere, they think their money can do everything. They want to bribe their way. People are standing on the queue. No, I can't stand, I have to see the bank manager. And do you know how much money I have here in my account? If I withdraw my money from this bank, this bank will close. I need to talk. You've come, Oga, Mr. Man, stand and wait. Be on the queue like every other person. If you want to see the bank manager, probably make an appointment. 
or come earlier and then you see him. That's just the rule. Or maybe he'll come and take you from there like this person has. Yeah, and you go. Every customer is important. Even my one cent that is in that bank is as equally important as you who have millions there. No, but the black mentality is not like that. I have money. I'm this. I'm that. This was a millionaire saying his secret is God. He has committed everything into God's hands. Denzel Washington once said, when he said he intentionally put his shoes, his house shoes, under the bed. So when he wakes up in the morning, he has to go down on his knees to pull them out. And by so doing what? You will pray, you will worship God, you will thank him. These are successful people who know that the secret is God. Their money can buy life. Their money can get them nothing. Their money can buy life. Money is not everything. And you, how much do you have? But you are so proud, you are so arrogant. Before people say something, you attended, you know me. I can buy you and buy your family. Who are you? And this and that. These are people who've touched millions, who've been to play, but they see that their money can't do anything to them. When you are in your bed in the night having that attack, you might be lying there with somebody, even your wife. She's fast asleep. She can't help you. Only God Yes, when you're having the attack, it's God who will send his angels. Go and fight for my child. The enemy is trying to choke you at night. It's God who will be like, you know what? Go there. Rescue her. Rescue him. Your money is in the account. Your money cannot come and fight for you. So pray always. Put everything in God's hands. Humble yourself and God will lift you up. Okay? I pray that as you've listened to this message, do not harden your heart. God be with you. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Go out, spread love, share love. I love you all. The love of God. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Until we meet again. Bye-bye.